You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. There's not going to be much play. A lot of functions. <laughs> There'll be play. I was going to get uh, your mate Crash on today, Badge, and he said, I've got so many functions this afternoon. Oh, yeah, yeah, lots of cashies. Yeah. I never got invited to Well, big one. news, isn't it? Uh, we're going to talk to Dougie Bollinger tonight. Um, but uh, big news in the England camp with uh, Jimmy Anderson, who is 46 years of age. Uh, he's been ruled <laughs> out of the, the first uh, Ashes and test. And Beauty. Many thought That's it was because news. of a calf injury, but reports are that it's not a calf injury. No, so I'm going to ask Dougie Bollinger, is it going to be a ploy? Is it a ploy because uh, first test, a lot of rain, possibly a draw? Would you, would you risk him? Smart move. Really? Mm. I think I think it's a ploy. I mean, if it well, was well, fine weather, got, you want to get off. But, well, you can't just ride off the first test and go. Well, we're not going to win well, that. Well, bad record so we'll at the Gabba. Keep it for the next. Overwhelming favourites, Australia. And if there's not going to be much with the weather forecast, not going to be much play, and possibly being a it's not going to be a good, draw. Boys. You don't want to risk him. You're only actually, as good as your last game, Sats. Last time. We played at the Gabba, weren't we beaten in the test by India? That was India, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but that was at the end of the season. That was the end of that was the fifth oh, t- uh, fourth test last usually, year. Okay. Usually tests one is never a first test Australia. Loss. So yeah. Well. But the other thing too, boys, to take into account, the last time uh, Jimmy Anderson Anderson played at uh, Adelaide Oval where the next test is, he absolutely killed Australia. Yeah. Mm. So they're saving him for that test. Uh so the forecast is thirty one tomorrow. Uh, 80% chance of rain. Thursday, 31, 80%, 60% of chance. It's, yeah, it's, look, they'll be it's, lucky yeah. to get, they'll be lucky to get the whole test through, but it let's hope they do. That's yeah. a great day to be moving they'll be pack, They'll be putting the roof over. Oh, yeah, the you're moving house getting tomorrow, put over. Yeah. I can't believe I've, Sucked in. and I've been invited and I've just gone, no, nah, oh, I'd love to go. And then, oh, no, I'm packing and moving house. My wife said to me the other day, she goes, I've got tickets to a function for the, day five of the test, I said, <laughs> it shan't be happening. <laughs> oh. Even if it was being played and it was perfect weather, it would not go through to five days. I had I had tickets for day two in one of the best corporate spots. Can't go. Can't cross the border. Of course you did. <laughs> I did. I oh, know, I'm saying, of course you did. No, you didn't say it like that. No, but uh, no, of course you. Uh, well, Sats and I would. I wasn't like, paying for them. Sats I and was I going. Get, well, we know you wouldn't yeah, pay yeah. for it. Invited <laughs> to an event, and I can't go. Mm. You don't have to tell us you didn't pay for them. Mm. Yeah, see, yeah, I know. Terry Reader, CEO. says he. <laughs> says you, Terry Reader, CEO of the Dolphins, will be joining us as, as well. Uh, spruiking about their two signings. So yeah. far in the NRL for 2023. Terry just texted. He said, what time's Justin Tech calling me? Hello? Pretty soon. Well, they're 60 days in now after being given the licence. Um, it'd be interesting to see, outside of signing players, what other positions in the club are really important. Because it is, gig. I've been there before. I know how big of a job it is putting together, a, putting together something from scratch. And 
a lot of the times you have a lot of those positions in place before you get the license just in case they're needed and um and yeah so there's still to date the i mean there's terry reader the ceo wayne bennett peter o'sullivan not sure about too many other people from an operational yeah, what position, point of view. What position is Wayne going to play? <laughs> Terry yeah. Reader. Off hey, Badge, have, have, have you got the window open and there's a breeze? Because it sounds like yeah. the wind is – Yeah, well, it's going across the microphone. and Beauty. It sound, could you, like – just? No, that's my fan. The fan's on. Could you just, move just the fan busy. away? I, it's just, I it's just bloody annoying. Can I just answer – your package is on the way. just need my bank details. So I've got $2 short. <laughs> I'll just send them that. Chris Nelson's joining us as well. Boys, I want to put this to you. Rolling Stone have Mm. polled 800 experts to reveal the 200 best Aussie albums ever. Who came out on top? Kylie. the most albums on the list? Kylie Minogue, disgustingly, is at number 10 with her album Hey, 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 hey. Mm. She's a national treasure. She is, but uh, Fever is a horrible album. If it had been that song, that album where where she did that duet with Jason Donovan, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But not Fever. Oh. What was the number one album, boys? Well, Sats knows, so I can't. I don't. I do, honestly don't know, but I would say Akadaka. Correct. Because they are just our greatest, like selling. Actually, I think Kylie's got a record as like the maybe the greatest selling female Australian artist in history. Well, she's the only female in the top ten mm, of this album list. Her, then. So, so uh, number Akadaka. two, boys. So Akadaka, Back in Black. Greatest well, Australian well, I guess album number of all time. two off air to you, didn't I? You did, so bad you oh, go. Oh, gee. Uh, it was a good oh, get, actually, Sats. Sats. Really? Now Sats' phone's ringing. This is just a really circus big. in here tonight. No, I, I don't know. It's not Angels or Cold Chisel. Cold no, Chisel number Akadaka. four. Yep. Are they? Yeah. So, you, like, Akadaka couldn't be in it two and three times, could they? They're not in the top ten. The best albums. Just twice, from, yeah. no. Number four is East from Cold Chisel. Number two right. is a great get from Sats, In Excess Kick. Oh, yes, yeah. internationally. There. And that I wasn't was an in excess fan when Michael Hutchins was alive. It wasn't until he passed away that I really respected their and loved their loved their music. You know what? Still today, my my favourite Australian album of all time is Cold Chisel's Greatest Hits or Last Stand. But um, I used to love Sons of Beaches as well from Australian Crawl. Oh, great album. Let oh. me take you through the rest of the top ten. Whispering Jack, number three. Great album. East Cold Chisel, four. Diesel and Dust, The Mighty Oils. At five, yeah, of course, yeah. The, a most, the, the most overrated Australian band Don't at number you dare six. Say Silver Chair. <laughs> Silver Chair, Silver Chair Frog Stomp. They're a great band. Crowded House, the self titled album, number seven. Uh, the What's Avalanches, never heard of them since I left you. Who, who are the Avalanches? They're a band. Okay. And this is disgusting. Savage Garden at number nine with their self titled album. Oh, what are you saying? That's. You're telling me the they Saints should be higher. there anywhere? No. Are you saying that they should, they should be higher? No, they shouldn't be. They'd be lucky they're to an, scrape into the top 200. Savage Gardener, yes. they're, an, they're a great international band. Human Nature? Are they <laughs> oh, for probably. Uh, I'm looking for, um, what's his name? Mysterious Girl, Peter Andre. He's not in there either. That's a pity. Uh, 0457 736 736. Shoot us a text. Uh, what is the greatest Australian album of all time. We'd love to hear that from you tonight. Don't forget to text your name, where you're from, and, and how you're listening that to us. That is surprising. The Angels aren't in the top 10. Uh, g'day, Sats, Justin, and GB. Wallace, I don't have a real ad- reality update. This is Glenn, the Newcastle Reality King. I just had to text in and say, welcome back, GB. Great badge. And uh, when do you guys break for Christmas? Well, we don't break. We sort of break sporadically. You're going tomorrow 
Justin Woogie mm. for what two weeks? Week and a half. Week I only and get a half. week and a half. Um, I'm You'll going, have two thirds of I'm us. I'm going twenty third of December. Then badges off February. So we'll, there'll always be two of us. Yes, and then you. I'm off May, and mm. then I think someone's having a couple of days in June. And, and I'm then... doing July through to uh, <laughs> the following April. I'm trying to get a Super Bowl in February, so I may leave oh. his in the lurch. No, no, this is. Yeah, are you trying to bludge this off the boss? Yep. Well, you can't. Badges on holidays. Doesn't matter. That does. Hey, I've always been a team just... player, but you know, on this occasion, <laughs> unfortunately, I'll be by myself. Just right. put us in our place. The Pom said last month that he'll play, and he's talking about Jimmy Anderson, that Jimmy Anderson will play in the second test. Sorry, boys. Yeah, go. but did, did they say he wouldn't play in the first one, Danger? I can't remember that. Mm. Anyway. Thoughts do, on... Hey, does any, Tim from Parks wants to know, does anyone know what Craig McDermott did to P1SS Alan Border off? No. What did he do? I think he breathed incorrectly. Mm. <laughs> he was pretty Rebound grumpy as a skipper, wasn't he, boys? Oh, absolutely. I think he was a very hard taskmaster, and he realised that the side, you know, just, just needed to, some he tough expected love. the closest thing to possibly to um, to perfection. A greatest sporting uh, – Ashes moments. We want to talk about this tonight and get yours as well, 0457 736 736. Badge, give me one of yours. Um, Warney's uh, bowl through the legs – or was it through the legs of um, – Around. Mike Gatting, of. around the legs of Gatting. The no, Gatting no, beat him on the outside. Off only two or three paces, he bowls, and Gatting is taken on the pace. Bowled! Well, Gatting's still standing there. He can't believe it, but that must have turned a very long way. We haven't got a view of this, but it took his off stump. Gatting can't believe it. That is Shane Warne's first delivery in a test match in England. He's comprehensively bowled Mike Gatting. <laughs> and, well, we'll have to wait for a replay, I'm afraid, to, to tell you exactly what happened. But that must have turned an awful long way. It certainly did. Oh, that was, that was called the, that was the ball of the century, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. Satchel's. Pitched, pitched way outside leg and come across the front of his – and hit, yeah. hit off stump. Yeah. Amazing. No, in hey, behind him. Just in relation to that text message uh, from Tim from Parks, it was, it was during a match against – it was like a county match, Australia versus one. I think it was Somerset or Gloucester or one of those ones. And Craig McDermott, I remember, was having trouble with his run-up. He kept bowling no balls or stopping in his run-up. And as he was walking back to, to the top of his run-up, Alan Border was following and saying, hey, hey, you. And McDermott, he thought McDermott was ignoring him. And then he just said, hey, listen, if you, if you ignore me, you'll be on the first plane home. So he, oh, he said something to him, though. He did say something, Craig McDermott. Well, he turned around and said, what did you say? And he didn't repeat it, Craig McDermott. <laughs> he was smart. Smart, mm. the scariest bloke at fine leg. At uh, five foot five. I know. Hey, um, what's your moment? Your Ash's moment, Sats? Uh, Adelaide mine, Oval, isn't it? Mine's, yeah, 06, 07, Adelaide Oval, day five. So mine wasn't a moment per se, Um but it was the entire full day. I mean, it was, it was looking as it was going to be a draw for all money. But Shane Warne come out and took four wickets. And then um, Mark Bevan, Mark Bevan, Michael Bevan um, got to the crease and just iced the game. It was one of the, the great Aussie wins in Ashes. There it is. Wonderful victory. Wonderful innings. There goes Michael Hussey. Listen to the crowd. Michael Hussey, I should. Michael Bevan was at the other end. Yeah, was no. He? No, no. I always get Michael Hussey and Michael Bevan mixed <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, you do, don't the you? Same sort of style, batsman. Yeah. yeah. Can I throw mine in, boys? 
the Wacker. I know it's the Wacker. It's not Optus Stadium. Remember, 2006 as well. It was a golden era for Australian cricket. It was that day Gilly made 156 balls. On uh, strike now. And uh, there goes uh, a drive now. Will he come back for the second? I think he probably will. Clark comes back. He's going through for the second. That's it. Magnificent. Adam Gilchrist, a century. The second fastest in the history of Test cricket. Incredible. Wasn't I was it? watching. I was watching an old Test match, <laughs> some highlights of an old Test match today in New Zealand and Australia at Wellington, and it had run rate per over two point one three. Hasn't that changed in Test cricket now? I mean, we see the run rates are mm-hmm. they're up around sort of four, five, and over at some stages. It's. Uh, I remember when a, a Test match used to religiously go five days. Yeah. They very rarely go five days now, the majority Yeah, they, you're right, you're yeah. right. Hey, um, Johnny Rabbit has just texted in, greatest Ashes moment was when someone let the pig loose with, in both the paint <laughs> on it. <laughs> that so was gold. They're listening to us from 2GF in Grafton. Um, yeah. And in relation to your question about the great Aussie yep. rock albums. Or just the greatest, just, greatest yeah, straight. Yeah, was from Carring Bay. He says, yep. all the best for Chrissy guys. But hi, boy, by Sats, he just stole my thunder. Yes, the Mighty Angels, Face to Face and No Exit are two of the mm. finest Aussie rock albums of all time, second only to ACDC's Highway to Hell. Highway to what Hell. What about Midnight Oil 10 to 1? Oh, That was great. Unbelievable. Yeah. Mm. Great. All hey, right. hey yeah. Leon says, hey, Justin, seeing as how you don't rate Savage Garden, take as much time off as you like and maybe consider not returning. Is that all it takes? They're one of the greatest bands, Savage Garden. Oh, please. Yeah, not are. a band, they're a group. Uh, yeah, no. They no. Were, did they play instruments? Yeah. Oh, really? It yeah. sounded like synthesis. Guitar. There was oh, a lead guitarist. I can, yeah, but it wasn't them. Was it? Oh, God. Yeah, of course it was. That's, you're casting aspersions on a great Aussie band, Woogie. Anyway. I anyway, take Leon's advice. This is sports. I don't, if that's what Actually, it takes. funny you say, um, Leon, because the of course Daniel uh, Darren Hayes was the lead singer, and Daniel Jones was the. Yeah, not getting mixed up with Daniel Johns. No, Daniel Jones was the uh, lead guitarist. Was he? And backup. And Leon, Leon played the drums. And Leon was the one that sent in the text message about Savage Garden. He Daniel Jones actually married right. Kathleen De Leon, didn't the girl from High Five? Right. So what? there you go. Right, yeah. Okay. Oh, what? good. Good stuff, guys. That was really good information. Uh, this is Sports <laughs> Day. Thanks for the Kia Sportage. It's been unleashed. Uh, come on. Savage Garden. That's not a great Australian band. Uh, we want more of your texts. 0457 736 736. Break time. When we come back, Dougie Bollinger joins us on Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Left hander. Oh, and this that's one on the roof. is travelling deep, deep. Yeah. It is on the roof. <laughs> on the members' stand, Josh Philippi has just sent that ball into orbit. This is going to travel more than 100 metres, Doug. 101 metres. Six from Josh Philippi. It went so high, and then it's ended up on the far left-hand side of the members' stand. In some bloke's schooner. There you go. Dougie Bollinger doing some gear with uh, Matty White the other night, calling the Sydney Sixers versus the Melbourne Stars. Uh, that was such a flop of a game. But great commentary. Dougie Bollinger, welcome to Sports Day. G'day, guys. What's going on? 
Oh, bit of this, bit of that. Bit of cricket tomorrow starting. The Big Bash 11 is going. What about I reckon, you? I reckon everyone can't wait for it to start tomorrow. It's just been one of those times where you get out of the World Cup and the BBL starts and a little bit of controversy and then they just wait for it to start. So, um, yeah, it's going to be great. New, new wicketkeeper and new captain. Now, Dougie, um, controversy for the Poms today is Jimmy Anderson, their strike bowler, pulling out. and They're saying it's not a calf injury, it's something else. Now, do you think it's a bit of a ploy, playing at the Gabba, don't have a great record, Australia uh, overwhelming <laughs> favourites, and with the weather the way it's looking, it could possibly be a draw. Do you think that's a reason why he's probably not playing? They're not going to risk him? Oh, I, I hadn't seen that, but yeah, that, that that seems a bit interesting, doesn't it? But I don't know. I, I would have thought you'd be wanting to play at the Gabba. It's a great place to play sports, especially cricket, because you can um, you can get some really good wickets there. And geez, I don't know, but uh, why would you pull out of the first test of an Ashes series? That's what I think. Mm. Yeah. Now, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I'd like to think he's injured because if that's if that's a mind tactic, it's a stinker. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's injured. Yeah. yeah. Now you mentioned um, a new wicketkeeper, new skipper, Paddy Cummins. Why do yep. we, or a majority of our country, especially in the media, why do we question whether an opening bowler can be the skipper for Australia when it's been so successful in New Zealand, India, Pakistan, South Africa over many many decades? Oh, mate, I I, honestly, I just reckon it's just a cliche, you know, like. Who's captain? Uh, opening batter, batter four. Uh, who's in the slips? Uh, opening batter, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? I think it's such a cliche, but, mate, I know Wazzy Macram done it, and he was. A, I think he turned out to be a pretty good player. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> mate, Paddy Cummins is smart. Matty, Paddy Cummins, he's a good Western suburb boy. That's why I like him. But, mate, if, if he's got to go down to fine leg to have a drink or whatever and have a rest, mate, I'm pretty sure there's a couple of good players in that team that can help him out. So... Mate, I, I'm, I'm sure he'll do a fine job, and I reckon the Aussies will, will give it a good shake tomorrow. Dougie, I saw where, um, I think it was Mark Taylor said, and others have said it as well, Steve Smith will, will probably be the most important and busiest vice-captain in Australian cricket history. Uh, does that make sense? Will, will he lean a lot on, on Steve Smith's experience? Well, mate, you've got to think, yeah, I, I think so, absolutely. Why wouldn't you? He's a fine player, but... Just think over the past how many seasons even Tim Payne's been in captaincy, how much he would have got his advice in the slip cordon. You know, I think, I think you just got to think about that. He would have got heaps of advice from him. He would have had something to say. So, mate, there's no way you're going to turn down advice from Stephen Smith or, or David Warner. It doesn't matter. It's, it's more about, as you guys know, it's more about the team. It's more about how we're going to win, how we're going to get 20 wickets and how we're going to get out of the in and out of this test if there's some rain here. Yeah, well, I, I've, you know, I've... Over the last few months, I've seen so many reports where people, at one point, the Aussies are unbeatable. Then it's uh, we're, we're so vulnerable now. We've lost Tim Payne, and uh, you know the you know the, the turnover and the captaincy and other things that are happening. And then we win the uh, the T Twenty World Cup, and we're we're uh, unbeatable again. And is it, where, where are you sitting at the moment? Do you think it, you know anything could happen in this test, or you you you're comfortable no, to I'm back, back one the, side either way? I'm yeah? back in the Aussies, massive guys. I'm back in a massive. They got blokes that are in form. Um, they've got bowlers that are fit and ready to go. And one thing I was really happy with, nobody, you know how every, you know, first test or whatever, they go, it's the Gabra, they're going to pick five quicks, this, this, and it gets annoying. I'm glad that, I'm glad that George Bailey came out and said, this is our team, this bloke's playing, this is our bowling attack, done. And this was like four or five days ago. Um, I like that because it's taken control and everyone knows what the situation is. So um, I, I like that, but I, I'm just, you know, I could be wrong, but I'm just, I'm just picking the, uh, I'm just picking the Aussies. 
Now, Dougie, just like uh, when you used to play for the Raiders, just like just like <laughs> when you used to play with the Raiders with that mustache, mate. Like everyone, <laughs> you guys were unbeatable. Yeah, as soon as I shaved it off, I became. Yeah, that was his cape. Yeah, that was his cape. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you're an A grader with the mustache and just a C grader without it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, not even C grader. Yeah. Z grader. <laughs> hey, uh, Dougie. We know that the, the pitch is going to be pretty much, you won't be able to know the difference between the outfield and the pitch itself is going to be so green. So yep. as a former opening bowler, how important is the toss for Paddy Cummins' first toss as captain, as skipper? Um, mate, I think it's pretty important. And if it's going to be that green, I don't see why, you know, traditionally you win the toss and bat at the Gabba, but, mate, if it's going to be green, you've still got to put the ball, you, if it's green, you've still got to pitch the ball up, you've still got to get in the right areas. Um and you still got to bowl well, but if it's green, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be the worst idea to to you know send them in and try and you know without Jimmy Anderson or whatever try and get on top of them early. Mm. Yeah, mm. and the so yeah. I'm glad that I'm glad that the Barmy Army are going to be there because you know they as well as we like to know they do it well, don't they? Well, they, they, they're all there. They're in there all day. They're drink they're drinking beer all day. You got the trumpet bloke. They're all red raw. And they do it for five tests. And I think it's great to be here. You know, the English fans do it so well. You know, even with the soccer, they just they do it better than any other country in the world, I believe. And probably South America's up there with their football, uh, with how patriotic and tribal they are and how vocal they are. Now, over the years, you know, the Barmy Army have come up with some of the great sledges. What about through your career? Is there, is there any great sledges that you've heard, whether it's on the field, whether it's coming from the crowd, the Barmy Army, whatever it may be? Oh mate, I, the, the songs that they sing are just are just unbelievable. I used to cop a bit because I had the rug, so that was really that <laughs> was the really in, in the mind in a mind of its own. But you know what? I got mine back as well. I never used to get them kicked out or anything. I just used to get people cut off the piece, <laughs> and, and that that would just, just ruin them anyway. <laughs> hey Doug, you're this and this. Oh, don't say it again. Hey Doug, you do this. Or the blokes that okay. Hey, Doug, sign me effing kid's bat. And I'm like, you're a grown man, mate. Oh, you're in this and that. All right, no, we'll be a few. Oh, we're going to go now. So I think that's how they speak as well. <laughs> you got it well, down, Well, maybe Pat, that's just mate. me when I get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it is. Hey, yeah, were, you, were you surprised with any any of the, the line-up of the Aussie side? Uh, Usman Kawaja, a lot of um, speculation. He should have got a start, but um, yeah, you surprised they left him out at the Gabba? Yeah, I, I think so because, uh, but they're the they're the decisions that a selector makes. Like they've both scored runs, and you know they, they, you can't put twelve in your team as much as it hurts. You can't play. But no, I, I thought to be honest, I thought Travis Head was a bit of a, a shock inclusion. Um, and the other thing, I I think Alex Kerry is wonderful. He's going to be a one. He is a good player. And he's going to be a wonderful player. I thought Peter Neville, you know, is a wonderful gloveman. Even though he's probably mid thirties, he's, he's got mm. wonderful hands and. Um, I think he could have got a gig, but no, I think picking for the future, Alex Carey, he's got a good um, head on his shoulders. And you know what? If you picked Uzi or you picked Travis Head, I don't know, maybe they picked, maybe they went one way, Usman's an opener batting three, or Travis, instead of Travis Head's a a five, number five or six. I don't know, maybe they went that way if you want to probably get, you know, two in the weeds of it, which is probably not the best thing to do, but maybe maybe that's why they've done it. But that's just opportunity for blokes to get runs. And then you see the other night, Moses came out and said he was upset that he wasn't in any squad and then smoked him in the BBL game. So, um, you know, there's there, there, nobody's ever going to be happy. And I was one of them back in the day, mate. You, got, you guys know what it's like as well. You, you hate being oh, left yeah. out and it's the worst feeling in the world. It's like dropping a catch but um, or knocking one on over the sideline. So, 
Um, but that, that's sport. That's why we love it and we hate it. And we don't have to worry about that now, guys, because we're talking on the radio about it. Mm. Yeah, well, our listeners know we're all, all in different studios at the moment. I think Sats just fell over. Is that is that what happened while <laughs> Doug was talking there, Woogie? Hey, Gary, just a quick one. I, I ask a lot of blokes, like a lot of footy players, I just like it for some reason. I ask Sats this, but is there someone when you're playing, like, um, as I keep saying, Jimmy Smith said, Tony Iroh used to just whack people. Is there one bloke you used to go, oh, oh he, he's pretty good, like Finch said, Adam Blair at training yesterday? Um, is there someone that used to try and line you up? Used to try to line me up. Uh, yeah. There was plenty plenty of them. I'd, um, <laughs> who did I hate running into the most? Um, probably Les Davidson at, at, uh, when he was at South and then at the Sharks. The bloke that I would never go near. Not that I really yeah. much up in the middle of the forward pack, but yeah, Les <laughs> Davidson would just take your ribs out Beautiful. every time he could. Sweet. What a weapon. Love did it. you play a bit of footy, Dougie, in your day back from I Western did, mate. I played under- I played under well, under 15s, under 16s for Toon Gabby Tigers. I think it was uh, Brasher Bollinger. I think it was Brasher Bollinger Clemmer that played there. <laughs> oh, okay. well, you're, you're big got, enough. Got, why, got, why'd you give it away? I got scared. Paul Gallen whacked me one day, and I just went, "Yeah, I'll try cricket." <laughs> absolutely, absolutely whacked me like shoulders and into my hips, and just pole axed me. And I'm like, "Yeah, I think it's time to try something different." And I think I went the right route. <laughs> Throwing rocks at people now. <laughs> That's You're right. Cricket, yeah. uh, you can catch Dougie on SEN's uh, BB11 uh, coverage. Dougie, before we go, what's going on with the Melbourne Stars, mate? Their form of, of late, including last <laughs> season. It, it's, it's, I mean, I'm pretty happy about I'm it. I'm going to say quiet. the first two weeks, first two nights has been underwhelming. It's been very underwhelming. But, but what's going on with the Melbourne Stars? Yeah, I, I just, I, I honestly just think they had, what, they had three debutants the other night couple of young guys that probably weren't used to that situation of oh how can you say getting smoked and getting pollocked into the crowd it um it's quite and in, in, especially in t20 you can't escape it's one of those games where the ball will always go to you in the field or the catch will go to you or every over your bowl you just crap in yourself <laughs> but um i think they just had a, a lot of young kids that they had to bring in and um you know, there's going to be uh, it's going to be worse games than that coming up, I guess. So, hopefully, they can find a bit of form. And I just think Max Max is a wonderful player and a wonderful captain. I think he just got a bit frustrated as well the other Dougie, night. There's, there's some can... rumours around some international stars arriving at the Melbourne Stars, but no one seems to know who they are. Have you got a whistle? I mean, the word AB mate, I have, is showing up. I have no idea, mate. I, I, they could probably do with another batter, but I have no idea, mate. To be honest, I, I, you know, I. I just go in and just see what I see. And I think they're keeping that stuff quiet. They're probably, you know, maybe they're trying to get them through quarantine or they're just trying to get everything over the line. I don't know. But it's good to, if, if someone like A.B. de Villiers or someone comes in, isn't that awesome? Because yeah. um, I think the past couple of years, it's it's been a little bit quiet from the overseas compared to, you know, we had Peterson and Bravo and Flintoff and everyone wants to see those players, don't they? Um, and this year, you know, we've got we've got a few. I've got our first Indian player coming over. We've got Chris Jordan from England. So hopefully we can start signing a few more of these big international names and just get, you know, I'm not saying the BBL doesn't need it, but people want to see someone like A.B. de Villiers. He's mm. unbelievable. A legend Absolutely. of the game. Yeah. And Sats reckons he's got a theory before we let you go that Chris Lynn and Maxie Bryant should be split up yep. and not opening together. Can't they're, open together. They're not a good couple. No. Nah. <laughs> Do you reckon they get lovers tip in the middle? I just think <laughs> drop one to three or four, whatever it may be. You've got to break them up. You just can't trust them together. 
I, I, I reckon I, I'm no coach, but I reckon I reckon Chris Link would probably bat three or four. Um, come in when the ball's a little bit older and get himself to the end. I reckon he'd be like that. But you know, they they must enjoy batting together. I don't know. What, what, you'd have their number when you sat. When you give one of them, I'll a have call. a word to them. Yeah. I'll have oh a word. yeah, yeah. some trouble. Hey, you heard it here first, Doug. Andre Russell to the Melbourne Stars. He's on the plane. Oh, there you go. Okay. All right. There you go. You can use well, he's, that. He's a big character. He's a big name, he's a big character, oh. and he's done well in the BBL for the Thunder, I think, in the past year. So what about what if, we, what if we go bigger and go what if we go bigger and go Russell and De Villiers to the stars? Mm. Oh, oh stop it. Unbeatable. If well, if that happens, Sats and Gary, I'll shout you the I'll shout you an afternoon at the boathouse. <laughs> I hope for the boathouse. For your sake, I hope it doesn't happen, boys. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I really do. Dougie, we're going to let you go, mate. Great chatting to you on Sports Day. Enjoy the test tomorrow, mate. And we're loving your coverage along with Matty White in uh, BBL Eleven this year as well, mate. Thanks for your time. Thanks, guys. Have a great afternoon. This is Sports Day for the all new Kia Sportage. It's been unleashed. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats for your Tuesday night on the eve of the first test and the boys tonight on 0457-736-736. Want to get your favourite Ashes moment. Badge, one of yours? 134 in 19... Got that? Yes, I've got you, mate. Yeah, 334 in 1930. The great Don, three, and that was the, the Mark Taylor equaled that. Uh, it wasn't that wasn't against the Poms, though, was it? Many years later, against Pakistan. That was against, as the last yeah. time Australia toured Pakistan. Mm. Yeah, but 1930, the great Don, uh, and that was the uh, the highest Test score for many many years, wasn't it? But um, I, I also threw in Warney's the ball of the century around the around the legs of uh, Mike Gatting, 1992. Mm. Sats, uh, Steve Wall. 2003 last ball century SCG. Have a listen to it. Steve Waugh on 98. It's gone for it. There it is. That was awesome. There's a, it's one of those things where there's oh, 43,000 people, but there's probably 160,000 people have said that they were there that day. I've had spoken mm. to people that have left early to beat the traffic. Nah. And as they were getting across Centennial Park and hearing the crowd roar, they thought something special is happening here. What about no six oh seven? That that famous series, one of what is my favourite day five moment where uh, Mike Hussey gets Australia over the line. But Steve Harmison, the opening bowl, he the first at the Gabba at first ball <laughs> that he bowled for the Ashes series first test. <laughs> Perfect day in Brisbane. The first ball, the first test match. Whoa, wide delivery taken and slipped by the skipper. The nerves are showing already. <laughs> Second slip. Well, when Mark Nicholas asked me, was I nervous in the combox uh, just about 20 minutes ago, I said, not as nervous as the guy will be who's running up to bowl the first ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would Richard. be the worst bowl of his career, wouldn't it? Oh, Steve without Harmson. a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. Right, what are our listeners saying on 0457 736 736, lads? Well, in relation to favourite uh, favourite Ashes moments, uh, Sporty Gav says uh, Mark War scored a brilliant century on Test debut at the Adelaide Oval, um, and his favourite uh, Aussie bands, Akadakas, The Razor's Edge, Thunderstruck, Money Talks. Are you ready? Yeah, Mark War. You know, 
Mark Waugh played so many great innings and it's unfortunate that his his brother was one of the greatest players we've ever seen and sometimes mm. sometimes doesn't receive the accolades that he that he deserves, Mark Waugh, I think. Yep. Yep. Mm. Um Tim from Park says his favourite Ashes player was uh, Johnny Farnham, Whispering Jack. Oh no, that's a different He's we are the voice, try and understand. Yeah, we are. We are also you. asking greatest Aussie <laughs> album of all time because uh, Rolling Stone magazine has ACDC's Back in Black at number one. I can't believe some of the – what about Air Supply? Not in the top ten. Unbelievable band. Yet Savage Garden and no, Kylie Savage Minogue Garden there. should be there. Powderfinger. What about the finger? Uh, they're 12, I think, Badge. Are they? Excellent. The Love the church. Actually, there's a there's um, Saint Boyd listening to us on two HD. Said guys uh, always partial to a little early in excess, but uh, we've gone from ashes to bands straight away, haven't we? But yeah, we have. Yeah, the mentals, Well, we're getting more texts. What about mentals? Anything? Powder you and my are number eleven. Sunny boys. How good were the Sunny boys? Badge. You love the Sunny Outstanding. boys. Outstanding. The church, yep. Ice House. I love Ice House. Homegrown. The Saints. There's so many. Yeah, you're right, St. Boards. So many great Aussie bands. Saints, can, I throw one, band. can I throw one at your boys that came in at number 17, Five Seconds of Summer, their self-titled album. Now, are you starting to believe me that this list is crap? <laughs> <laughs> they're, not, they're not Aussie. Yeah, they are. They're from oh, uh, yeah. Parramatta. Yeah. Oh, really? Parramatta. What about Goanna? Five Seconds of Fame. Hillbilly, he <laughs> said. What about Goanna? They're a great Australian band, Goanna. I, yeah. I think of ostentatious when you say, where'd you go, Anna? Now, Badge, anyway. you being a lover of the 70s and 80s yeah. and going to the Blue Light Discos in the late 70s, uh, great Aussie what? rock albums. <laughs> this is from Mark from Hurstville. Feel the Heat, the Radiators debut in 1980. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, the Radiators, they were huge. Six, pre-sold 6,000 copies prior to release. That was a big How deal many? in those days. 6,000 pre-release. What? They would have done the playroom plenty of times down the Gold Coast. Oh, the playroom on the Gold Coast. You know, yeah, I went to the playroom rooms. once on the Gold Coast when I was, yeah, just turned eighteen. I was, a, and I always heard about this great <laughs> place called the play playroom. Mm. And so I walked in, and the first thing I was confronted with was a guy getting um, a jug of beer smashed over his head. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> <laughs> the old playroom. There you go. All right, mm, keep your Aussie cool. albums coming through. What is the greatest Aussie album of all time? What about the Gurus? Gurus? 0457, yeah, 736, Tweed 736. Yep. Thanks, Tweed Rabbit. Great. Mm. What about 12th Man? He's albums, yep. but they're great yeah. Aussie albums. Go on sales, creativity. Yeah, they're brilliant. Mm. They're not in the top 20, but Kylie Minogue's uh, disco album is at number 10. <laughs> Don't knock Kylie. Come on. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. A very big Kylie lover, Chris Nelson, joins us next on Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Now on Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update with Chris Nelson. The Tab Queensland Summer Racing Carnival has arrived. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Chris Nelson for your Tuesday. Hello, mates. How are you, Joe? Yeah, good. What's going on in Racing Queensland news? Well, we had some very important barrier trials uh, this morning, not just at Doombin, but also an important one at Randwick. 
Uh, but just touching on Doombin first, your favourite horse or one of your favourite horses shooting for goals who had that mishap at the start on Saturday at Doombin. We all saw that. Uh, he trialled this morning. He had to trial this morning to get a barrier certificate when he jumped beautifully. You wouldn't think it ever happened last week. He jumped well. He ran third. And he goes to the Bribey Handicap at Eagle Farm on Saturday over 1,000 metres. And look, Boris Norton may even ride him uh, after that mishap. But we have to wait and see what happens there later in the week. But nice. shooting for gold will go around. Yeah, he came through okay. Isotope, the mare we haven't seen for some time. She had an injury. She uh, returned at the trials this morning and she ran second in heat two. And the jockey on her was uh, very, very kind to her. Never moved an inch. She could have won if she had have, uh, been asked to. She went, ran really well. I think we'll see her January the 1st, I think it is. But she won't return for a few weeks yet. And in Sydney, the ruling Magic Millions favourite, Coolan Gatter, has only had the one start. He won the gym crack at Ramwick back in October. He looked very, very good. And he did the same again uh, here this morning at uh, Ramwick. He looked very, she looked very, very good. She sprinted away, and she is certainly on track for that big race in January. So there's the news from the trials. Just a just an update too on incentivise. You remember pulled up lame after the Melbourne Cup, yeah, and then was cleared by the vets. Well, he's back in uh, Toowoomba now, and he had a checkup at the at the Gatton uh, Vet Hospital recently, and they've revealed some uh, some injuries to his front suspensory ligaments. He could miss the Queensland Winter Carnival. He has to go back for a second scan uh, in February. So. It might be a, a three to six month uh, wait until uh, he recovers back to full fitness. So that'll probably rule out that winter carnival. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. But obviously there were issues there after the Melbourne Cup, which puts uh, even uh, uh, more credibility into that performance. Do, does uh, a horse like incentivise go through the front doors of a vet clinic or is there like a special area at the back for the VIPs? Oh, he, he would not be ramping with the ambulances out the back if they have <laughs> such a thing. He, he, he would, but they'd be waiting there with red carpet for him. Right. There's no way known. He'll be sitting in the waiting room. Not so happy. if I took Lulu in, I, no chance of running into uh, incentivise at reception? No way known. No, no you wouldn't even see him. He'd just go in a different door to Lulu completely. <laughs> in fact, I wouldn't even take Lulu. <laughs> the, vet. Uh, the Tab <laughs> Queensland Summer Racing Carnival has arrived. Uh, head to queenslandsummercarnival.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Uh, the boys will catch you Thursday, mate. Yes, and you enjoy your break. Jace, have a great time. Oh, I will. Thanks, mate. There you go. (laughs) See ya. Chris Nelson on Sports Day. Uh, Before we uh, go to a break, uh, time to check out the weather for New Farm Boys, Australian through and through. Quentin. Oh, Quentin de Weathercock. Yes. (laughs) We'll explain Quentin to Badge later. He's probably going, what? What, what? It's a new addition to the show. It's Badge, Sats and Quentin de Weathercock. Is he Uh, there with you? Yeah. It was set up as a gift. So that's what you've been petting below the desk, Woogie. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Sydney forecast tomorrow. Jeez, it's terrible. Uh, 80% chance of rain, 22 degrees, 24 for Thursday, 24 for Friday. Rain, rain. And if you like rain, you're going to get some more. Mm. That is the forecast. New Farms products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm Australian through and through. Right, boys, a couple of texts before we go to the break. Yeah, Ron says, regards, guys. Boys, favourite Ashes moment any time. Phil Tufnell trying to field the ball. <laughs> and best oh. album, the Angels or kick in excess. Yeah. Danger reckons he saw Akadaka at Miami High School. Hey, a mate of mine says he saw him at, at Maroubra High many, many years ago. Akadaka in the sometime in the late seventies. Yeah, is that for real? Possibly. At schools, yeah, Akadaka might have been. Yeah, 
Wow, huge. It's probably a tribute show. You know, one of those ones you see at Twin Towns back? <laughs> no, the real, the real, just stuck in there. You knucklehead. You know, instead of the Beatles, you oh. see the Buggles or something <laughs> like that. Uh, yes. Keep your texts coming. Mark from Norellan, good Mark, one. Yep. Grinspoon. Yes. They're a great band. Yes. Great band. Yes. Uh, keep them coming through 0457 736 736. Texas, best Australian album of all time. Here's one for ACDC, Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap. What a great album. Uh, we better go to break. This is Sports Day, the all-new Kia Sportage. It's been unleashed. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.